0: And welcome to electronic ears with me Fenner. I'm gonna start this week with a track by the crystal method And I have to say I find them a bit rich in the sense of like you know like you get a plate of really rich food you can only eat so much of it I find their albums a bit too much but I love individual tracks including this one which is the opener from their album which came out last year the album was called the trip home and this track is called the Rays. The Crystal Method and The Rays, the opening track of their album The Trip Home, which came out last year. I have to say that reminds me a lot of a lot of Gary Newman's more recent work over the last three or four albums would will be surprised to hear something like that from him so last week I went to see Maps playing in Hebden Bridge uh, originally I was going to be going with the Minx and then she got a opportunity to help out stewarding at Glastonbury so she disappeared off for a few days which left me with two tickets so I invited my good friend Dom to come along with me we had a lovely afternoon in Hebden Bridge in the sunshine drinking beer and then in the evening we went for the gig at the Hebden Bridge Trades Hall which is a great venue it's one of those venues that i'll actively go and see who's playing there kind of as an excuse to visit and the band we we're seeing maps were absolutely just mind-blowing i had no idea that they'd be so good live um i will play a track later from their most recent album but actually one of the tracks i enjoyed most over the course of the evening uh, of the evening was taken from their 2013 album vicissitude and this is called you will find a way Maps, and you will find a way, and more from them later on. But you may have heard of an outfit called Big in Japan, who were based in Liverpool in the late seventies. And if you look at the roster of bad mem- band members, it's amazing how they went on to become, or well, some went on to become really very famous. There was Clive Langer, who was the producer, um, Ian Brody of the Lightning Seeds. Uh, Budgie from Susie the Banshees, the drummer Holly Johnson uh, from Frankie Goes to Hollywood but also a guy called Dave Balth who played later with The Teardrop Explodes and uh, the legend Bill Drummond um, later of the KLF but who at the time was playing guitar and singing vocals and when Big in Japan split up Dave Balth went on to and uh, Bill Drummond went on to record A couple of singles with a woman called Laurie Larty. Uh, Only one of them troubled the charts, and even then at number 70, they performed under the name of Laurie and the Chameleons, and this is that single. This is called Touch. ZANG There you go Touch by Laurie and the Chameleons which I think was originally released sometime around 1979 now I've played on the show before a few tracks by Kayla Painter she had an EP out called Cannibals at Sea but on Bandcamp recently there was a special offer where you could download like everything she's ever done for about 12 quid which I did um, and I mean I don't like her stuff She uses some found sounds that she treats and synthesizes some other sounds a lot of atmospheric kind of stuff uh, ambient if you like Uh, this track i'm going to play for you now is taken from the album or mini album called origa and this is we miss you on earth Taylor Painter and her track, We Miss You on Earth, taken from her album Aurigo, which came out a couple of years ago. Now, I wonder from time to time exactly what my parameters are for including stuff on electronic ears. I mean, electronic music, sure, but there's other things that I play, and I think... I often say sort of the definition for that is things that are either sonically interesting, so like How Soon Is Now by The Smiths would kind of qualify for electronic ears, but also it's just where people take a different or interesting approach to their songwriting. And I think that's why Alt-J have appeared a number of times on the show over the years, despite not being a sort of obviously electronic band, and I had my daughter Hannah staying with me this week, and we were just sort of playing a few tracks uh, on the Sonos, and she popped this on, and i would forgotten how much I love it. Taken from the 2012 album an Awesome Wave, this is All Jay and Taro.
1: I have sprayed you into my eyes
0: Lovely Taro by Alt-J. You know, amongst everything else they do, I love their vocals and their harmonies. Absolutely extraordinary. Now, a while back, earlier this year, in fact, I bought the new album by Apparat, which is prosaically entitled LP5. Uh, it's interesting. It's, I think he works better, actually, as a collaborator in Moderat. Uh, but I do enjoy the solo stuff. He, of course, uh, being Sasha Ring, the man behind Apparat. This album, LP5... I like it. Uh, there, yeah, there's a, there's a few good tracks on this certainly. Obviously, I'm going to play one well of you now. This one stick stuck out to me actually because when it was just playing on the playlist during the week, and I couldn't quite remember what I'd put on the playlist at that point, I kept thinking, "This Radiohead," and it does have the feel of those pieces they've done where they've combined kind of classical orchestration with Tom York's falsetto vocals. Um, So I don't mean to sort of suggest it's derivative. It's just if you listen to this and think, who does that sound like? I think it's Radiohead. Anyway, this is Apparat and Caronte. Apparat and Coronte taken from the album LP5, uh, which came out uh, just earlier this year, in fact. Now, I recently picked up the Radiophonic Workshop's new album called Burials in Several Earths, um, which at first I thought was just basically a bit of parping around on analogue synths, if I'm honest. But actually, I've come to realise it's, it's a lot more to it than that. Um, the title of the album in fact the tracks are titles as well are taken from a piece um, by Francis Bacon that uh, Daphne Oram who was one of the founders of the Radiophonic Workshop used for the manifesto all those years ago when they founded it in Room 13 of the BBC's Maida Vale Studios um, as I say there, there's more to this than might initially meet the ear. it's certainly worth sticking with they're very long tracks so I probably won't play anything else From the album uh, itself, this one comes in at just over 11 minutes, but it's well worth uh, listening to. This is called The Stranger's House. The more I listen to that, the more beautiful it gets. That's the BBC Radiophonic Workshop and The Stranger's House, taken from the recent album Burials in Several Earths. Now, I mentioned earlier on that I went to see maps at Hebden Bridge Trades Hall last Thursday. The support act was a guy called Mark Peters, um, whose album Inner Land I bought recently, and I've played a couple of tracks from that on the show before. Uh, and I have to say, he was a great opening act. It was just him on stage, so he's working sort of sequences and playing guitar. But it worked really, really well. And this track I'm going to play for you is one of the ones that worked best, I think, just because of the way it builds up. This is Mark Peters, and as I say, taken from his album In Land, this is called 20 Bridges. Mark Peters and 20 Bridges are taken from his album Innerland. So the act he was supporting was Maps, who's actually a guy called James Chapman, who's the sort of the, the guy at the core of Maps. But he had playing with him an absolutely tremendous drummer, phenomenally good drummer, uh, great bassist, and two women, one playing keyboards and doing backing vocals, another one just doing backing vocals. And the whole sound though was just mighty in fact as one of his gigs it was so good that it's actually a slight disappointment going back to the source album if you follow me um the track i want to play for you now is the one that he used to open the concert and you'll be able to hear just why that works so well this is called surveil Fantastic. And as I say, absolutely brilliant live. That was Maps and Surveil taken from the recent album Colours Reflect. Time loss. I've actually got tickets to see him again at the Southbank Centre in London next week, and I fear I'm not going to make it. But I will leave you with a track by Brian Eno, taken from, I think, his best sounding album, the one that's the production of which I enjoy the most. The album came out, oh my God, like nearly 15 years ago. It's called Another Day on Earth. Would highly recommend it if you like Eno at all. It's more on the kind of the song side than the ambient side of his writing. And the track I'm going to play for you is called Going Unconscious, before I kick that off, I'll just say goodbye. Thank you for listening. Hope back next hope you'll be back next week. And until then, cheers. Bye!